Welcome to Piloting the Pilots, the podcast where two ambivalent TV viewers watch television pilots and let you know which shows soar to the highest heights of the small screen or crash and burn. My name is Aaron. With me, as always, is my exorcist husband, Cameron. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm yeah, doing, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, we got, a, like, a big project done this week, so. Oh, yeah, yeah, So that's yeah, nice yeah. to, I mean, it was a busy week, but. Busy, yeah. We got it all done, so now mm-hmm. it's less busy now, except sure. for. Our son's school starts next week. And we're picking learning. up the second project next week as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're picking up another project. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, yeah. for this moment, for this <laughs> For hicc- this moment, we are breathing. For this hiccup in time, <laughs> we, we've got less to do. I was a little disappointed because um, this week we did The Exorcist, which we discussed last week. I wanted to watch The Exorcist movie. Oh, that's what may- you're disappointed. Okay. And maybe get even watch a couple of the sequels right. before today. But didn't really have time to do that. No time for that. No. So, but you know, we'll see. So I'm kind you? of actually glad I didn't watch the movies. Yeah, you that think way so? I come into this fresh, fresh, not really knowing too much of the cliches that I'm sure are associated with these right. movies. You mm-hmm. know, I'm sure there's a few bits and pieces that are in every single movie. Right, and I think I asked you this last week, but have you ever seen The Exorcist? Before? No, never. You no. refuse. Just the one of Emily Rose. Right. But that's not a part of this, right? That's not a part of this. Yeah. No, 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 no. So, so yeah. I don't really watch demon things. Yeah. Yeah. So, how are you doing this week? I'm okay. You're doing okay? I'm doing okay. Okay, yeah. good. Okay. All right. Well, since uh, DB's been raptured, he's looking down <laughs> at us from above, I'll go ahead and give us a show synopsis. How sure. Or how about I do it? You want to do it? Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. I'll read a show synopsis. <clears throat> show synopsis. Follows three priests dealing with cases of a demonic presence targeting a family and a foster home. You said that very well. Thank you. Your enunciation is on fleek. Thank you much. Can I give us the episode synopsis All right, as well? the episode synopsis. This is chapter one, and let my cry come unto thee. Angela Rance. Really, that's her last name? Rance? Rance? I don't yeah. No, I mean, I guess whatever okay. IMDb says is, mm, is law. Suspects a demonic presence has entered her home and enlists the help of Father Tomas Ortega, who calls on experienced exorcist Father Marcus Keene. Nice. Very mm. good. Now, when I was doing the the starring of this, mm-hmm. I did not know that Gina Davis... I did not know she was in this. This is amazing. Or Alan Ruck. And this was amazing. They were both... Killing this. I think across the board, the acting was amazing. pretty amazing in the Amazing. Show. <laughs> yeah, four out of five stars for acting. So Amazing. So get, get them out of the way. Gina Davis, you know mm-hmm. her from a ton of things. Thelma and Louise, A yeah. League of Her Own. Amazing. Uh, you know, the Olympics. A Cutthroat Island. I love Cutthroat <laughs> Island. <laughs> and then uh, Alan Ruck, you know, from mm-hmm. Speed, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few other things I'm sure I'm forgetting right now. Exactly. But he's great, too. We also had Alfonso Herrera, mm-hmm. Father Tomas Ortega. He was great. He was amazing. He was great. I've never heard of uh, this actor before. I have but so much to say about this dude. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. He was in Sense8 and Queen of the South. Sense8, huh? Is that a movie or a TV show? That's a TV show. I think it's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah, yeah I, I think like it was a, a Wachowski oh, yeah? um, show. We should probably watch that at some point. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. 
We have Ben Daniels, who played Father Marcus Keene. He was good, too. He Everybody was, was good. I mean, he was in Jesus Christ Superstar Live in concert. <laughs> nice. And Star Wars Rogue One. I who don't was he? remember him in that. Was he a, a Imperial? He had to have been. He has an Imperial okay. look about him. He has to. I, I'm very curious to I don't, who he was. Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. And then we had Kurt Ejiwan. Mm-hmm. who played Father Bennett, who was only in for, like, a second. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe he becomes a bigger... It probably becomes maybe a bigger... Maybe a bigger role, well, yeah. Well, the, the, the show synopsis says three priests, so well, I'm assuming he's going to be the third. Yeah, well, and he's the one who doesn't believe in all this exorcism crap. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, and he was in uh, Skyfall mm-hmm. and in Pan. Huh. I don't recognize him from Skyfall. But, of we, course, I haven't watched that movie. Only, like We watched it once, I think. Like, 15 years ago. Skyfall's not that old, honey. Are you sure? It was, like... Within the I'm last, ageless, like, so all these years, years run everything, together. Everything seems like an eternity. It does. <laughs> Especially the last like six or seven months. Yeah, these past few months have really been an eternity. <laughs> this was released September 23rd, 2016. Mm-hmm. The number one song was Closer by The Chainsmokers. I don't recognize that. I don't either. Okay. And the number one movie was Magnificent Seven. I don't believe that. You know, I don't <laughs> I don't believe it was the number one movie. That's kind of crazy for like a, right? a Western yeah. it, to be a number one movie. But I did watch it not long ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, oh, when I say not long ago, I mean 15 years ago. Uh, right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was pretty good. It, yeah? it was oh, surprisingly okay. good. Like I didn't expect to like it. Okay. And it has Denzel Washington, oh. Chris Pratt. Uh-huh. It's, it was decent. Yeah, okay. it was decent. Okay. So, as far as The Exorcist is concerned, what were your predictions for this show? Oh, I expect demon exorcisms. (laughs) Nailed it. Wow. (laughs) Lots of vomiting. Nailed it. Yeah. And floating. Nailed it. And jump scares. Nailed it. Wow. All right. Yes. I said it was probably going to be pretty close to what the original movie was about. Mm -hmm. A couple of priests are called upon to... Called in to perform an exorcism, educate the people, hmm. and learn something about themselves along the way. Nailed it. I think that's pretty pretty spot on. Yeah. Wow, we did great with our expectations today. <laughs> so, for facts today. Yes. My original intent was to give a whole bunch of, like, creepy exorcist tales. Okay. And there was a couple, one of Roland Doe. Yeah, I don't really want exorcism tales. Oh. <laughs> but you got him anyway? Well, one was going to be about Ro- Roland Doe, who is the person that the exorcist was based upon. Okay. And then there was another one that was about Annalise something or other. And she's the one that the exorcism of Emily Rose is oh, about. Oh, okay. And then I started researching this one, mm-hmm. and it just kind of like kept going. So you just get one today. Yeah, okay. But I did want to say it's a, it was from a long time ago. Okay. And... It's played upon in the show, actually, and I really do want to get into the show and how yeah. close it was to some of the stuff I researched. Okay. Exorcisms don't tend to end very well. Yeah, you think? They're and, probably and, killing somebody going through an epilepsy. And so, like, anytime I saw, like, one that was, like, an exorcism that happened within the, like, last 15, 20 years, right. I was like, skip that one because this is going to be upsetting. Oh, like, Jesus. something, okay. like, abuse is happening, something bad is happening. Right. So... Yeah, so they generally don't end very good. Okay. But um, but this one, heck, we'll, we'll see how this one plays out. Okay. 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 Um, but yeah, I, I said I excised the okay. more distressing cases. Okay. So, okay, here we go. Okay. 
The year was 1838. Mm. And in a sleepy town just north of Germany's Black Forest. Yeah, isn't that creepy? That's like where grim fairy tales come from. (laughs) There lived a God-fearing woman by the name of Gottlieben Deitus. She was so pious that she would walk several miles each Sunday to attend church despite having been born with legs of different lengths. Okay. This isn't to say she was like a nice person then necessarily. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of got that. Uh, She was described by the townsfolk as being uncannily alert. Okay. Especially. So she gossiped a lot. I think was just so observant. Very perceptive okay. person. Okay. And what they said, she was especially so in inner ways and receptive to deeper insights. So she could look at you and just like get to the root of what makes you tick. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Gottlieben also suffered from an undiagnosed nervous disorder that would manifest itself in yeah. epileptic seizures. So usually, here we go. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> That's when her personal family physician suggested something that I think is the most terrifying thing a doctor could ever say. Oh no, let's get ready. I think it might be demons. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, okay. Do you ever want a doctor to be like, hmm. Mm, I think it's demons. I think, I think <laughs> Well, it's, it's that coroner from Magnum P.I. You didn't tell me ghosts might be involved. <laughs> what? She's got a strong case of imps. <laughs> Methods are attacking her soul. <laughs> too many fairies. I see too many fairies buzzing around her head. This isn't something we can solve with common medicine. We're going to need a young priest and an old priest. And something blue. (laughs) Um, Around that same time, there was a young Lutheran preacher by the name of Johannes Blumhart. Mm. He did not hit it off with Gottlieben. Okay. Uh, There's a book that really details their whole encounter. It's a short thing. I can't remember. I meant to write it down, but I didn't. Right. Apparently, like, the first time they met, she tried to, like, claw his eyes out. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. And she would show open contempt for him. Okay. Like, just did not like him. Mm. Well, you know, she has good insights. I bet he's the one who was Well, yeah, 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 exactly. Well, and, like, he was a young guy, I Mm -hmm. think, in this, like, really rural area. Mm -hmm. And she liked her former pastor. Well, I'm on Gottlieben's side. We'll see how this works out. Mm -hmm. So after some time... Strange happenings started to occur in Gottlieben's house. Okay. If they would say grace, she would, like, pass out. Her body would contort into those strange angles that you, you see in exorcism movies. Okay, right. Uh, and then there's, like, she a... She was trying out yoga, sure. Sure, and that's evil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, like, strange bangings. Okay. People reporting... Hang- and I guess this is, like, a really small town. Right, yeah. You know, the little so, villages you find in Skyrim and So stuff, yeah. when you when they say like there was bangings happening in the house, it wasn't like isolated to the house. Yeah, everybody you heard could, it. Everybody yeah. could hear it. You know, and, and it's like in the country in 1830, whatever I said yeah. it was, there's no, no ambient noise to cover anything. Right. So they, people could hear this. And for a while, people kind of ignored it because they were poor. And you know, we don't care about poor people. <laughs> so <laughs> we just figured they were being poor. Um, but eventually, They're just so loud and poor. <laughs> but I guess, I guess the banging got so loud that they were like, they say they actually described it as being as loud as fireworks. Oh, wow. That's and loud. I guess they were like, I can't sleep anymore. <laughs> Go deal with these poor people. Okay. At the same time, Gottlieb started telling her family that she was having visions of a woman who would stand at the end of her bed at night with a dead baby in her arms. Jesus Christ. That's creepy. And this apparition, she was like, what's going on, apparition? Right. And the apparition would say to her, I just want to find rest. Ew. Which is creepy. Yeah. And then 
little otter was, give me a paper. I won't come home. Well, here, here's some f***ing paper. Get out of my house. <laughs> Which, isn't it like a weird, isn't it like extortion? Or <laughs> yeah, it's like, give me this and I'll leave. Well, then here's the paper. It sure would be a pity if something were to happen to my dead baby ghost. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe you should pay up. Just give him the paper. Get him the f*** out of the house. Eventually, Bloomheart was persuaded to go investigate. Okay. He thought it was BS, but he was like, I guess I gotta go do this thing because I'm the priest. Yeah. <laughs> and he discovered under the floorboards an, an illegible letter Okay. and three crowns, as in dollars. As in money. Yeah, as in money. Yeah. And... Not three legit crowns. <laughs> <laughs> and sh- there was peace. Like, the okay. apparition went away, got leave and seemed to be okay. Okay. For two weeks. Sure. And... When all this returned, it returned with renewed vigor. Okay, so that was louder than fireworks, sure. So, yeah, even louder than louder than fireworks. Okay, okay. News of these events spread, and paranormal tourists started to show up to witness what was going on. There's paranormal tourists in 1838? Yeah, I guess it was like ghost tours now, you know? Like, people had nothing to do. And Bloomhart was not happy with this. He was yeah. like, oh my God, this is the last thing we need. This right. is no bueno. Okay. Nine donk. Gottlieben was moved out of her home, mm-hmm. thinking that like maybe if we like remove her from the situation, okay. she'll get better. But she would still go into these fits. Bloomhart would pray over her when she when he would, they would cease. But if he said the name Jesus, she would like scream bloody murder. Okay. And then at that time, the woman, the ghost woman with the dead baby also returned. Why? There's no more money. Yeah, what a liar, right? Yeah, what a liar. She's trying to hit her up like, for more like money. Like, we already gave her the paper. You got your three crowns. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and the illegible letter. Get out. So, I don't know why it took so long to get to this point, but Gottlieb and... I, or maybe it's because she was, like, having all these issues. Finally, she and Bloomheart had a heart-to-heart, and she described the woman. Okay. And... Bloomheart was like, oh my gosh, that's a former parishioner of mine who died two years ago. And she apparently had some sins on her soul that she confessed, like, on her deathbed. Uh, Adultery. So, (laughs) he consulted 1 John Uh in the Bible, which apparently regards how to deal with malevolent spirits. And I meant to look that up. Sorry, ran out of time. Didn't watch a movie, couldn't look up the Bible. (laughs) Um, Well, you have done nothing this week. I did nothing. Nothing. So, <laughs> so Bloomheart. Well, good, because I don't want to get too much into it. You know, I'm not religious, but I don't believe in inviting things either. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always good to toe that uh, line. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Make me be safe. I don't want to yeah, do that. You know, just uh, in case. Um, so, Bloomheart tried to speak with the dead woman. Mm-hmm. And here's an exchange of their conversation. Okay. Oh, great. An exchange. Is there no peace in the grave? <laughs> no. Oh, great. Why great. not? I'm great. It is the reward for my deeds. Have you confessed everything? No, I murdered two... Jesus! I murdered two children and buried them in a field. Holy crap! <laughs> Adultery was the least of her problems. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> Do you not know what to get help? Can you not pray? I cannot pray. Do you not know Jesus who can forgive your sins? I cannot bear the sound of that name. Are you alone? No. Who is with you? And then she hesitated, and then in a rush she said, The most wicked of all. 
Dun, dun, dun. You, because it was only them two in the room. Ooh. <gasps> and it was the priest who was the most evil of them all. So this woman confessed to engaging in sorcery in life. Oh, of course. And she Sorcery, could, like trying to find a polio vaccine. Bloomheart was like, you can't stay in Gottlieben. You have right. to get out. And she was like, well, can I, can I live with you? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and he was like, no. No, no, no. no that's not no. going to work. So this continued on and on and on and on. Okay. He developed a method, which I love, called exorcism from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> which meant he could remote the exorcism in from nice. his home. It's nice. like, I did it. Here's some water. Get <laughs> <But> lost. <laughs> the demon also is recorded as saying this. Okay. Which I think is weird. Now the game is up. <laughs> Everything has been betrayed. You have ruined us completely. The whole pack is falling apart. It is all over. This is very wow, they gave, they gave up real fast. They're like teenagers. <laughs> there is nothing but confusion. <laughs> and it is all your fault. You, the amazing With your remote exorcism, <laughs> just throwing water at them. <laughs> it gets better. Okay. With your unceasing praying. Oh my God. You will drive us out completely. Okay. This feels like propaganda. This feels like something Trump would say. Yeah, this. <laughs> We are 1,067, but there are many others who are alive, and they ought to be warned. Oh, woe to them. They are lost. God forsworn. Forever forlorn. Was it like, oh like starting to rhyme? Yeah. He's starting to get poetic. Nobody could have driven us out. Only you oh, have managed please. it. You would Yeah, this is that priest propaganda. Persistent praying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this seems very suspect to me. Yeah. It's a little bit too complimentary of Bloomheart. Yeah. The demon's like, oh. Oh, you and, killed and, us all. And then the demon was like, you're so awesome, man. <laughs> so handsome. What a fine figure you, you make. You cut a fine figure of a man, <laughs> Johannes Bloomheart. <laughs> you intimidate us. <laughs> So once again, the demon that was possessing this mm -hmm. woman was like, hey, can I, can I live at your house? And he was like, no, you can't live at my house. <laughs> and so she was like, well, can I live at the church? And he was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> but he, he said, if Jesus allows it, oh. you're allowed to. Cause yeah, because like, that's the not, house of Jesus. His, yeah, it's not yeah, his that's house. That's God's house right there. But I'm fairly certain God won't allow demons. Yeah. And, you know, God did kick them all out. And pretty much that ended up being what the the entity wanted. Just to live with God? To live with God. Okay. And um, Gottlieben said that when she would go to church, she would sometimes see the spirit at church. Yeah. And stuff. And there were some residual incidents, if you okay. will. Like her, then her sister and her brother started getting possessed. But like that kind of was like... NBD, Bloomheart had this like under control. Right, because of all of his praying. Yeah, yeah. and um, also her neurological issues seemed to be resolved, so oh. she was no longer having epileptic seizures. Wow, seizure. that's nice. And she became so healthy, I Okay. Guess, that um, he even gave her a job at the church nursery, which, I mean, that's pretty pretty good. You're like, hey, I'm not this? sure I'm going to entrust my kids with that. <laughs> you remember this woman mm. who was... Uh, uh, possessed by a demon, she's gonna be watching your kids. Yeah, I know. Oh, and the demon's still at the church. Nope. <laughs> I'm no longer going to that church. But so here's the happy ending. So peace came to the German Valley. <laughs> and it prospered for 50 years. People would still travel far and wide just to meet Bloomheart. 
Mm-hmm. And they wished for confession and absolution, which aren't actually a part of the Lutheran religion. And he was yeah. not, like, super enthused about it. But eventually he just was like, yeah, I'll do it. And then, like, the Lutheran church got all pissed off at him. And they're like, you're trying to be Catholic. And he's yeah. like, I-, I just want these people gone. <laughs> but, yeah, so what was once a sleepy, ill-attended church, people uh-huh. used to fall asleep in his sermons. Yeah. Uh, became a thriving congregation. Uh-huh. Packed with believers. I feel like this because- dude was playing them. All because of the exorcism uh-huh. of Gottlieb and I bet he made a lot of money off donations. He's got to get that guy. He's three crowns. He needs some money to pay <laughs> off those demons. Wow. I have a, I have many issues with b- that. B- believable? No. <laughs> no, that's propaganda in the best way. I mean, like, it, it almost sounds convincing mm-hmm. until, like, the demon starts talking. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, well... You with your massive penis <laughs> <laughs> and your chiseled looks. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> you were the most amazing priest ever. <laughs> and uh, then his church did great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about this show, The Exorcist. We had an interesting moment at the end of this show. Would you like to describe what happened? Well, I was asking a question as why the other demons in this um, priest, it, it, what is that called? Conclave. Conclave. I don't know. It's like a, it's a like an abbey commune. Yeah. yeah. Yes. This cult area. There's a word I don't, for it. I don't I'm know. Sure. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I'm not up on and my you, religious and, terms. And to be fair, the show has not confirmed that is a den of demons. It, it is a den of demons. But the, they're the, all super creepy, and clearly they're run by one. Well, a lot of church stuff is creepy. Yeah, but this is super creepy. <laughs> okay, but go ahead. Yeah, so they're a bunch of demons, mm-hmm. and there's this one dude that we know is the exorcist. Yes. Like, Father Marcus. Bennett? Marcus, Marcus, it's yes. Marcus, yeah. Yes. Marcus. He's the ultimate exercising priest. He, <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's amazing. He does burpees. <laughs> he does... <laughs> <laughs> he can bench. Come on, the English language sucks. Language. We all know it. <laughs> but anyway, he's walking uh, down through this dark corridor, and I was like, "Why are the other demons not attacking Man. this guy? Is it because he's just so crazy? Like yeah. nobody's gonna believe right. all of these exorcisms? He's tortured by and it, and and it just ends, and I go, "Hey, wait, oh, yeah. episode two, episode oh, episode two. I'll be watching that. Yeah. It was one of the weirdest feelings I've had it in a was, long time because I was like, wait, it ended, but I... I still want I, you to I watch want this. More. I still I want, want more. I want to see where this is yeah. going. Yeah. That I, was, was, I was very surprised. Because just this morning you were saying, mm-hmm. you're like, I wish we could just find a show. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to watch something that I like. I mean, I'm getting really sick of this. Yeah, I'm getting yeah. sick of like not liking any of these shows yeah. and... Again, we're not trying to find shows we don't like. Exactly. Obviously. We're, we're trying to find shows we do like. Exactly. You know? So it was really surprising when that end scene happened. Yeah. And I was like, so why? Hey, wait a second. Yeah. <gasps> Episode two, I'm going to be watching that. <laughs> I, yeah, I think this is the first show since probably Deep Space Nine yeah. that we watched and we're like, And oh. I only watch Deep Space Nine because it's hilarious. <laughs> that show makes me laugh so hard. Exactly. And I love Cisco with a passion. But yeah, I was I was pretty early into this show, mm-hmm. and I was like, I like this show. Yeah, I, I, I think I like this show a lot. We, we want to talk well, about. Well, the first time that I was actually into it was I saw Gina Davis and in, in, in her the name congregation came up. Oh right, right. And I go, Ooh, Gina Davis. Yeah. <laughs> and so suddenly I was interested, and then 
Tomas starts giving his like his uh, his spe- sermon sermon his yeah speech. his speech. <laughs> Met up on religious terms. I apologize. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's giving his sermon, and it's a great one. And he's doing a really great job delivering it. And at that point, I wrote, "It's a great priest. He must be a demon." <laughs> and he's not. And he's not. Which was what we were looking yes. for. Yes, he's he, a legit great priest. Although there has been whispered rumors by his sister that you know he sleeps with parishioners, no married women. No, they never. She never said they were sleeping together. They were having sex. But difference, I guess. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. That's not. That's not what I got out of that at all. They're an emotional infidelity. Like oh, he so would, it wasn't physical? No, 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 no. I don't mm. think it's physical. I, they, I think they had a relationship before he became a priest. Mm-hmm. And then he became a priest, which we're led to believe was, like, pressured by his grandmother. Yeah. And so probably they broke it which, off. Which, by the way, that is resolved at the end of this episode. So yeah. I'm really glad that some of these mysteries are answered. They're answered as yeah. the show goes. Like, mm-hmm. they... They're seeding as they're yeah. reaping, you know? Yeah, it's like, really nice. Which is, it gives it a nice flow, so you, you get that, like, hit of endorphins, like, oh, yeah. that's been solved. But then you have another thing, it's like, but now i got to find out what that is. Yeah, it's exactly, like, because so many shows these days are like, here's mystery upon mystery upon mystery upon mystery upon mystery upon mystery. And then they and, forget half of them. And they don't even, like, answer half of them, or they just go to a completely different direction, right. which doesn't even make sense. Yeah. And it's just ridiculous. Or but it's this, unsatisfying yeah, exactly. when they do resolve it. But this it. felt more natural. Questions were answered in yeah. a timely fashion, but they left you with one at the end, right. so that you will watch the, the next. next one. Yes, it was and a good, good ending to yes, the show. That was great. But yeah, that's why I, I don't think it was physical with him and the other. Oh, okay. I think it was just something okay. that was going on. But anyway, great priest. Great priest. Great priest. He's charming. It everything. My um, I don't know if I've said this in the podcast before. Uh, we're not. I'm not Catholic. I wasn't raised Catholic, but my mother works in a church, and she right. has. Well, I mean, obviously, you know this. Yeah. But like, <laughs> and she has since I was a child. Right. And at different churches. Yeah. And watching this show really felt like a church. Okay. If that makes sense. Right. Like, and like specifically when I was in high school, my mom worked for a church that was sort of more inner city. Okay. And kind of run down, not necessarily run down, but old. Right. And like looking at the church in this, I believe it was actually a Catholic church at one time right. that got converted. It just reminded me of like just being in a church, the people in it, the the feel of it, mm-hmm. the smell of being in a church. Right. And there's a scene where he has to go down into the basement yeah. to like check the circuit breakers and all those like weird, this weird detritus of like. Pipe noises and stuff. Well, well, like in like religious artifacts strewn kind yeah. of in the shadows. And it was, it's really creepy. And yeah. I was like, yes, being in a church is actually pretty scary. Oh, I hate it. Being raised by someone who worked in yeah. a church. I was often in a church by myself, like oh, whether creepy. in the sanctuary. Yeah. When I was in a band, we used to do our uh, practices at the church. Oh, that's creepy. We would let ourselves in. Uh, we had a key and we would mm. let ourselves in at 10, 11 o'clock at night when right. everyone was there. And like we would, we would play. And it's like. There's just something about a ch- church, something about the stillness of a church. Super creepy. That is just very off-putting. It's, it's like being at high school or middle school at night when nobody else is around. Yes. It's super creepy. When you're somewhere like, you're you not supposed to be. Like, you can feel like there's a lot of people there, but nobody's there. Yes. Yeah. It's, like, yeah. it's a weird presence, and I'm not talking yeah. necessarily about, like, ghosts no, or No, no, nothing like that. It's just, <laughs> I feel like souls leave their mark. Yeah. You know, whenever you pass by things, which is why old houses feel so stuffy and creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they've had so much Life. sloth on them. Yeah. 
So I feel that happens with churches and schools because they're just packed mm-hmm. with people. Yeah. You know, that have just moved on or you're on, you're on the next spot, you know. Right. Just tons of this extra sloth. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like residual humanity. Yes, residual humanity. So when you're alone at a church, it's super creepy. And when you're right. alone in a school, it's super creepy. Like, I think, I honestly, I mean, not to be callow about it, but mm-hmm. I think it would almost be the same feeling as being in, like, a mall by yourself. Yeah, that would be creepy, too. Yeah, like, anywhere I, I don't mean that's... To, I don't mean to diminish, but anywhere yeah. that's supposed to have, like, or a theme park. Yeah, like, anywhere that's Disney supposed World, to have... Well, that's why all these abandoned carnivals are, like, the locations yeah. for a horror story because it doesn't fit with your perspective yeah. of what that place should be. It should be yeah. full of people and mm-hmm. happenings, and when it's not, it's really creepy. It's very disturbing. Yeah, yeah, unsettling. Yeah, yeah. unsettling. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Unsettling's the word. I shouldn't really be attacking with the word creepy. It's not. It's not creepy. It's, it's unsettling. Not, it's not creepy. Although I said straight up scary. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and I also felt that Thomas really captured, again, from my perspective mm-hmm. as someone who was raised in a church by someone who worked in a church in multiple churches, mm-hmm. the kind of harriedness of working in a church okay. where there's a scene in like, I and mean, we're not even talking about the ghosts and stuff. I'm just talking yeah. about, but this is important though. Yeah. Because this is the grounding of the show. It's that the makes, details that make this show work so well. Yeah, exactly. We talk mm-hmm. about it all the time. Like if mm-hmm. you want to do fantasy, you have to have something that grounds you in reality. You have to have some excellent detail. And I don't know, I mean, maybe this wouldn't work for everyone who hasn't had someone who right. was raised in a church. But for me, they got those details. Like I bet you somebody who wrote this has a family member who worked in a church. Oh, for sure. And just watching him like run around and like just, constantly stuff going they're trying to renovate renovating yeah and like the power's going out and then you have um you have parishioners coming in with like their problems and you have to stop what you're doing yeah. like my mom's constantly she she's always complaining about not getting her work done because she says people are always coming into her office right even when she goes on vacation yeah oh god they call this. constantly they call her she'll be like i'm going on vacation for a week and they will call her Mm-hmm. The entire time she's on vacation. The entire time. When my father was alive, mm-hmm. the two of them would specifically go on cruises right. because she could not be reached. Yeah. Like, that's why she liked going on cruises. Yeah. So, and that's nothing against her pressure. Just as a human, she needs to have her space. Exactly. And so I really felt that with Tomas in that one mm-hmm. scene where, like, this woman's like, my cat's, like, yeah. messed up. And he's, he's like, like, I absolve you of seeing Get out of here. Yeah, like, just get I'm, I'm busy. Get, I've got to fix this organ, apparently. Yeah. And then, and now <laughs> Gina Davis is in here. And now i got to stop what I'm doing yeah. here. And i got to take her into my office. And i got to talk yeah. to her. Because that's my job. Yeah. But it's not my only job. My other yeah. job is, like, I'm... Taking a, care of this church. I'm the house admin- of God. Yeah, I'm yeah. an administrator here, too. Yeah. So it's like, I can't just, like... Exactly. And it's just that feeling of like, oh my God, I'm trying to get stuff done and you keep people keep bothering exactly. me. Exactly. So but I, this was fantastic. Yeah. I loved the show. And you know, I don't like demons. <laughs> I don't like watching things right. associated with it. Right. Or anything like that. Uh but I loved the show. I loved every moment of it because of all of these details. Yeah. And there were some super cheesy parts and I don't even remember which ones they were, but they made me laugh so hard and I was like, This is great. There was a couple That's scenes- what makes this show great. It's a serious show that I can get completely caught up in but at the same time I'm able to laugh you're able to distance yourself yes. from the horrors yeah. a little bit yeah. so that like because yeah. I think if you weren't able to do that you'd be mm-hmm. like I can't watch this yeah you know, like yeah. this is just too much yeah so I love some of the cheese ball moments there weren't many though not many there weren't many maybe like three or four well dispersed throughout the show mm-hmm. that kind of alleviates a little bit of the yeah. tension and stuff which I thought was great and I always say like the sign of a good show, honestly, to me, or for this podcast anyway, for mm-hmm. our purposes here, 
is when I don't take any notes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't have any. I barely. It's like there's days when I have like two pages of bullet points right. of like blah, blah, blah. Like this is mm-hmm. stupid. I can't believe this. And then like I barely have half a page. I only of, wrote of down anything. things that I thought were really, really cool. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> the priest has a gun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was so funny. What was funny about that for me, I, I made myself laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I laughed so hard at this. Is, is, <laughs> <laughs> Father Marcus is in Mexico City, supposedly right. doing this exorcism on this little boy. Yeah. Rome has been called in. And, and, like, it was such a moment. And I think I said, I was like, you're a loose cannon. Yeah. Turn in your badge and gun. And as and soon as I say that. Pull, this priest pulls a <laughs> gun on this other priest. And we both started busting out laughing. It was just, you had to be there. I know. You had to be there. But the, the timing of it, like, it yes. was one of those. It wasn't my timing. It was like just like the universe's timing yeah. of how that came out. Exactly. And pulled that gun out right then. I was like, oh my God. We both read the priest has a gun? Um, I liked Alan Ruck, I thought. He was, was nailing a, it. Oh Alan my Ruck gosh. and Gina Davis, I think, did so good. They did so good. There was one scene where she's, you know, saying, I think I think there's a demon in my house. Yeah. And he's like, you know, demons aren't real, right? Yeah. The, the priest and is like, they're, they're freaking they're metaphors. metaphors. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, do you know how embarrassing this is for me? Because she is completely sane. She knows that this is the most ridiculous thought she's ever had. Yeah. And, and she so she's having that. and so she's having to talk to this priest about it. And you can see that This is tough. That this is hard for her. And at that point I wrote, Wow, Gina Davis is just doing an amazing job with yes. this. And you're like, save it for the podcast, honey. <laughs> Yeah, she did do an amazing job. She was so intriguing that, of course, I have to follow her as a character. Yeah. Same with uh, Tomas. He was completely intriguing. See, and I think the show almost wants you to think Marcus is the more interesting priest. He's but not. I, me, Tomas is my. Tomas is. He is my. He's my center of yeah, the show. Although, like, I'm like, although Marcus had the coolest lines that I think I've ever heard. It okay. was a twist on a scripture of how God works in mysterious ways. Yes, I think I wrote that down. Yeah, and and he goes, <laughs> no. It's not God. I, God I, doesn't work in mysterious ways. I, you are being manipulated by forces you don't understand. I actually wrote that down. I wrote yeah. that, that line down because it came after another quote that I like yeah. with the blind priest mm-hmm. that Tomas sees when he goes to the conclave or yes. whatever. And the blind priest who you think is a demon. I'm. He's a totes demon. I'm not sure yet. But he says... You know, it's kind of a, a mm-hmm. cliche exchange. He's mm-hmm. like, I've come here. Tomas is like, I've come here looking for answers. Yeah. And uh, the blind priest says to him, are you asking the right questions? Yeah, yeah. Tomas says, well, what are the right questions? And the blind priest says, what now, God? Yeah. And he's like, and if you ask that question, you'll be surprised at how quick God will answer you. If you yeah. Basically, if you give yourself up to God, it's mm-hmm. like, what would you have me do? Right. And he will guide you in that direction. Right. And then soon after that is Very when Mark, soon, yeah. Marcus has the God isn't the one who works in mysterious ways. And what I loved about that yeah. is it actually simplifies God. Oh, a lot. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, in a sense, we've... It makes God much more reachable and familiar. Reachable, but yeah. still doesn't diminish mm-hmm. the the awe yeah. of God. Right. Like, it, 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 which I think is a great way of, like, we've, mm-hmm. we've confused instead it too of, much. Instead of having touched by an angel... Angels being like, oh, yeah, I killed your kid because it's right. the angel of death and God works in mysterious ways. Yeah, so we can't, we're not going to really answer so that So we're not going to really answer that. This one is just like, no, no, that's not God. Yeah, that's That's, that's not, not God. Yeah, God is simple. Yeah. It doesn't, to say he's not amazing, Right. it's just 
it's, it's no, much simpler yes. than you're making it. Exactly. And I I really enjoyed I that. I did too. And that, that was very relatable and uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? I don't know. I can't find the word. Well, <laughs> and what was cool to me in this show is they do ask like the larger theological questions. Mm-hmm. And like we've complained before where they don't give you answers yes. or whatever. Like this one... I don't think it necessarily gave you answers, but it gave you more compelling questions. Yeah. Like, and it mm-hmm. wasn't necessarily beating you over the head with it. It just no. made you like, you walk away and you're like, huh, that's something yeah. to think about. Like, yes. okay. Mm-hmm. Whereas other shows like try to sound deep, like they're right. trying to make a really interesting a theological position, but mm-hmm. it's really not. It's really not. Yeah. It's just kind of, Bleh, okay, yeah. whatever you say. Mm-hmm. Like this one felt more engaging and more yes. like. Mm-hmm. You do kind of want to learn more and exactly. Well, okay, what, what? I really loved all the characters. I I love the whole family there. Uh, of uh, Alan Ruck and Gina Davis and yeah, their two daughters. Yeah, Alan Ruck obviously has some kind of mental problem. Like I think I, it's like early onset Alzheimer's. I think it is. Yeah, is what I believe is going yeah. on with him. But it was a cool take to me on like prophecy and prophets too. Yes, mm-hmm. because prophets are traditionally portrayed as having being a little touched in the head. Right. And he does have a moment of prophecy in the mm-hmm. show. He does not recognize that he is doing. Exactly. And it came off so well. Like it's, it's like so natural. It came out very natural. Yeah. Oh, and I wanted to say one more thing about Gina Davis, if I can go circle back around to Gina Davis. Go for it. We can always circle back around I, to Gina Davis. <laughs> this is going to sound so stupid okay. as a thing. Okay. But it, it, to me, it's a testament to how amazing Gina Davis is. Okay. There is a scene where they're sitting around the table mm-hmm. after, because Tomas comes to their family to talk yes. to Kat, mm-hmm. and afterwards they have dinner, mm-hmm. which is a whole scene in itself. Oh, a whole scene. Oh, my. Every scene. Gonna, every scene is so I don't know if I would want to get into it. I think it's just worth watching. Yeah. Just, like, the whole thing. Because, like, Tomas, like, kicks ass in that scene. Yeah. But, like, there's a scene. There's a little bit of family strife, a little family drama at the table. And before the big family drama. And, like, Gina Davis takes her wine glass. Mm-hmm. And she all she did was sip it. Right. And I was like, that was the most natural looking mm-hmm. sip. Like, of a person who's, like... Yeah. I deal with this all the time. I really I just need some wine. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I just need a sip of wine right now. Yeah. Like it was like so perfect mm-hmm. that just the her whole body language when she took just a sip of wine. Yeah. Like it was like crazy like to the yeah. point that I'm talking I've talked probably <laughs> over a minute about it. <laughs> like, she was amazing in this. Yeah. Watch it for none other than her acting in this because it's amazing. I will tell you though, the start of this show isn't all that great. It's super cliche and I was like bored. The, 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 the cold open. Yeah, the cold open. Yeah. Just just give it 10 minutes. I mean, yeah. yeah, we're not asking you to watch three episodes. Just no. watch, just watch, you know, Ten get, minutes. get get to the Exorcist title card. Get, get past that. <laughs> get past that because that is a terrible font. It's terrible font. Oh, that was a terrible font. They were very font. much going for that 70s look. Yeah, which so really I thought it was going to be re- really campy yeah. because of that font. I thought that this was going to be like B-movie, bordering it on almost, C-movie. It was almost <laughs> like, I mean, it was not like this, but like that had that Stranger Things feel to it. That's right. very dated font. Yeah. But it didn't come across right. Yeah. And it I, didn't fit what the show was actually, the show's mood. I mean, but but honestly, if the worst thing we can say about this show. Is the terrible font. Is like, hey, yeah. the font of the title is not great. Yeah. It's not ideal. And it's a little boring. Like, the beginning's kind of a little meh. doesn't really grab. The, the beginning is very you, cliche for me. It doesn't grab you right from the first second. No, but, definitely not. But it keeps me. Yeah. And that's saying something. <laughs> and then and then there, another thing, one of those mysteries that I really like, too, mm-hmm. and it's, I think it's good writing, mm-hmm. is 
when we have these like flashback moments of Marcus doing this exorcism in Mexico, mm-hmm. he keeps telling this child this nursery rhyme. Yeah. It's about a cat with claw a cloth on his feet. Or socks, a cat wearing socks. Or something like that. And it's how Tomas convinces him, like, I actually had I've dreams. I've been dreaming about you. I've been you. dreaming about yeah. you. Because he can recite. Like, it's not something that was in the newspapers. It's like only yeah. Marcus would know that this happened. But then I realized that the main character girl mm-hmm. is named Cat, And I'm like, is there a connection there? Right. I don't know that there is, but I like the fact that, like... There are little pieces like that. It, it yeah. kind of, like, it's little crumbs, and I didn't even catch it right away, but I was like, mm-hmm. Cat in the Cloth, they call the daughter Cat. Like, yeah. is there something there? Is there not something there? I yeah. don't really know. It just, it's intriguing rather than mm-hmm. off-putting. Yeah. I think it's subtle enough that if you don't notice it, it's not going to matter. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's pretty much the show. Like, mm-hmm. even, like you said, it ends at a perfect note where you're yeah. like... I want to see where this is going. Mm -hmm. Because they also have a lot of interesting details that you guys really need to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to rob someone of the experience. Yeah, I'm not not saying anything else about it. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, I do like the line about rats, though. It's just I highly recommend you watch this. Yeah, when she gave that line about rats, I laughed so hard because I was like, that is perfect. Yeah. That is such a perfect line right there. Yeah, it just works so good. Ah, oh, so well. And then you started singing Chocolate Rain during the exorcism <laughs> the exorcism, song, the exorcism, and, exorcism and that was that was, that was gold. And, and then it was over. Then it was over. It was a great show. I highly recommend it. So we'll, And perfect for Halloween. Perfect for Halloween. Perfect. Like if we're going into Halloween month, yeah. there's, this is like going to be perfect leading us Perfect. In, so. I started feeling uh, the Halloween spirit finally after yeah. watching this. Oh, oh my gosh. Because there's no holiday spirit going on. There's none. Well, I can't leave the damn house. Yeah, you haven't left the house since March. God, I'm going crazy. <laughs> and so... I would, uh, when it comes to holidays, I go nuts. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's, it's all about the decorations. We save throughout the year yep. so I can go nuts. Yep. And I do go nuts. Yep. We put money aside every single month just oh my for, God. just for, Just for me going crazy with decorations. Yeah. Because we know we're going to do it. Yeah. So that way we don't, like, break the bank. <laughs> and so far, I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. Don't care. And because I can't see any of this Halloween stuff happening around me. You're not me, surrounded by I'm it. not. I don't care. So it was really nice yeah. for The Exorcist, this TV show, to be like, hey, it's Halloween. Yeah. There's more to Halloween than, you know. And the, it's like, you know what? Yeah. You'll, you'll get this. Yeah. Just unpack your attic, honey. Yeah, exactly. Because we have a lot of decorations up there. Oh, my gosh. It takes a whole day just to, to, just to do Just to pull it. everything out of the attic. <laughs> not even set them up. No, not just, no. Put, just stage it downstairs <laughs> so that we can, like, start to set it up. Yeah, and then for Christmas, that takes uh, two months. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. The last ornament finally goes up on the tree on Christmas. Yeah, pretty much. And then the very next day, I take it down. Yeah, because you don't like lingering. Because I don't like lingering You're on holidays. You're not a sentimental no. person. Once it's done, it is done. Do you want to hear what other people had to say about The Exorcist? Not really, because I like my opinion. Okay, well, let's see if we can get that. But we have a formula on this show, and we're going to stick with it no yeah, matter what. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Our God is the formula. <laughs> um, okay, from Strictly Confidential, who wrote this March 25th, 2020, so wow, very recently. Okay. This is someone right in the middle of the beginning of the pandemic. Uh-huh. They said, yawn. Ugh. You know what? This Exorcist TV series really should have been played out as a black comedy. Because for its producers and screenwriters to actually expect its audience to take this utter nonsense of demon possession (laughs) 
at face value. Okay, hold on. I got a question for you. Sure. Why are you watching a show that's literally about exercising demons? And and you're like, I can't believe I have to believe in demon possession. (laughs) Do they really expect me to believe in a fire-breathing giant lizard destroying Tokyo? (laughs) That's stupid. It's like, well... You got to know what you're watching here. You got to make some concessions when you walk through the door. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, at face value, they, they would first and foremost have to believe that the viewer was nothing but a total <laughs> idiot. <laughs> now he's insulting anyone who believes in demons. Exactly. Oh, man. Featuring lots of unbelievably heavy-handed storytelling... <laughs> In order to deliver its preposterous, satanic <laughs> message. <laughs> this I guy's get, great. I mean, I get this it. This guy's great. <laughs> I love this guy. This guy's great. Uh, the exorcist clearly seemed to be aimed at a completely jaded viewer <laughs> who was so bored that only over-the-top rubbish such as you this know, could ever satisfy their and their satiated tastes in entertainment. He's not wrong. You know, he's not. I'm extremely jaded and super bored. Right. I mean, like, I, I would love to know. I mean, this is those moments where I want to really follow that link to see what right. other things they've... Like, what is he into? Yeah, yeah. You know, like, what, what, what are you... Like, ultra-realistic oh. shows. <laughs> like, like, procedurals. But, like... Ones that are like... NYPD Blue. (laughs) There might be a whole episode where they're just doing paperwork. (laughs) Very good and needs patience and time to grow on. Really? I didn't even think that. That's interesting. It kind of hooked me because of the characters. This is Movies Video Man. This was written in September 2016, so right around when it came out. Mm -hmm. First, you need to know something about the films and book. To understand the nuance of the series. I know nothing about the films and book, and I loved it. Yeah, and, and I'm actually kind and of... And I think I'm glad I don't know anything about those. I'm... Because I'm seeing this with fresh eyes. Yeah. And so it, it's it's new to me. Yeah, you know, I'm actually glad I wasn't able to... I'm going to... I think I'm going to watch the movies this week, maybe. Okay. But, like, I'm kind of glad I didn't watch the movies first, because I think I would have been comparing too much. Right. And there was enough familiarity with what I remember of the movies. And uh-huh. I was like, okay... They're doing it different. And I think if it was like, if I was too married to the source material, I might have been more like, that's not what, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not how they do it, you know. I liked kind of being familiar, but not too familiar with it, Mm -hmm. you know. But it's only the first episode, so have some patience and open your minds. Stop with the religious aspects and enjoy the acting and storylines. No, you can't. That's that's the whole plot. If you take the religious stuff out of it, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not The Exorcist anymore. <laughs> it's, These reviews are show hilarious. This show, good. it would if be good if it wasn't about demon possession. Or the priest. <laughs> or the priest. Or horror. <laughs> it would be better if it was about a guy who had cancer and made meth in it. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Go watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> it's about an ad guy in the 60s. <laughs> It's much more fun. It's much more than the run of the mill fright flicks. I agree. Well, yeah. Because it's not like scare, scare, scare all no, the time. No. You know, I thought the pilot was excellent and twisty. Mm. Not overly twisty. I not would overly say. twisty. Looking forward to the next episodes. Yeah. Well, what is? What are they talking about? Giving time when they say they liked it after the first episode. I don't know. I guess. I, I guess they mean like us. Like wait till the credits. <laughs> <laughs> wait till you see the I'd title. I liked it before screen. the titles. Well, I. 
I mean, like, is that as, is that is as that what they're talking about? Because this person's saying, like, you got to wait, but also it's great right away. <laughs> it's not great right away. I'll give you that. It's cliche right away. Right away. But I mean, Right away. Just get through those first few minutes and you'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. yeah. Series does not use the same characters and names as with previous films. It's, is, it shouldn't because it's a different family, right? Yes, it's a different family. Yeah. Uh, this is refreshing. The special effects are surprisingly very good and delivers the goods. Not really. Not um, really. Not really. Those crows were hilarious. The crows were bad. The and rat then, was bad. The rat was bad. And then the, the kid, when he had the boils, I, That's where you I chuckled. <laughs> you laughed at, I laughed at laughed a suffering at kid. Affliction. I laughed at a suffering kid. But the kid. double eyeball thing was The double gross. eyeball thing was cool. I liked that. Yeah. yeah. Very happy that Fox took a chance on this series, as well as Lethal Weapon, which I feel mm. was a success to open things up. Wow, okay. I was a bit surprised. I'm not it. sure I want to relate to this reviewer who loves Lethal Weapon. <laughs> <laughs> um, the TV show. To, the to, TV show, to, to be boot. clear. Um, I'm kind of, I guess I shouldn't be surprised it's a Fox show. Because the Simpsons and stuff are Fox. I believe right. X-Files were Fox. So, But I do feel like this show, because I think it's canceled now. I think it only lasted like two seasons. Right. I feel like this show needed to be on a, like HBO, maybe. Well, it well, should have been. HBO, if it, it was HBO, they, they would have gone too great. Yeah, they would have showed tits and stuff. Yeah. And I don't want it to be too dark. Yeah. So maybe the fact that it was on Fox on network TV kind of helped rein in some of those impulses mm-hmm. to go too far. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like, I feel like... As that being said, I also feel like Fox isn't a good a good fit for it either. I feel no, like it has to not. be a different channel. I don't know which yeah. one, but um, yeah, like I can kind of see why it was canceled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, it shouldn't have been that long of a show. No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Some shows have the opportunity to have new stories. There's only one story here, and that's getting rid of demons. Right. Well, <laughs> you know, how many times can you do that? Yeah, really. Before I mean, you're like, boring like Supernatural. I mean, this could be like a. Five seasons. Five seasons. Five seasons. All television shows should have a maximum five seasons. Exactly. Three to me is the perfect amount. I think that's 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 right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's because, right. Well, then you objectively, have, that's right. That's right because you have a trilogy, <laughs> three act structure. Then right. You can have the first introductory season. You have a lot right. of room to breathe. Introduce mm-hmm. the characters. Have okay. a significant big bad. Right. You got season two where you've established trust, where you can end that season on a bit of a downer. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's your Empire Strikes Back moment. Okay. <laughs> and then you bring in Ewoks for the third season, and everyone's Always like, thank God this is Ewoks. over. Always bring in Ewoks. Always bring in Ewoks. But I think we've given plenty of good things about this show. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, those fonts got to go. The fonts got to go. That's why it was canceled. The fonts got to go. I would definitely green light it, but I do agree with you on a limited basis. Yeah, three season max. Three season max. Because, mm-hmm. like, I could see them doing a different family, but, like, eventually it's just going to be. Eventually it's just like, oh, which demon am I exercising now? Yeah, and then yeah. you're going to get into those stories of, like, now this priest has been possessed. Now this priest right. has been possessed. Because I'm sure that's going to happen, but, yeah. you know. The, this is where it's going to go. I'm fairly certain the term is excising and not exercising. Excising? Yeah. Did I say exercising? I've been saying exercising. Well, we're done with the podcast now, so I think we're okay. We'll just go in and we'll edit you saying the right word. So just sound Excising. Weird. Yeah. Excising. Excising. <laughs> excising. Excising. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I have a big... Big thumbs up to Big it. Big thumbs up. Yeah. Totally I'm impressed. If you like watching shows for, like, seasonal shows for, like, Halloween yeah. and stuff, definitely, yeah. definitely a time to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Do it's it. Fun. Do it. Do it. Do it. 
Anyway, Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or at our email address, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Next week, I'm not sure what we're doing next week because we're going to, we decided we're going to skip in-flight movies. Yeah, because we're going to be doing all of those in, for Christmas. Yeah, you're going to get a bunch of in-flight movies. For Christmas. In, so you're going to get your yeah. movie fill. Yeah. And it's going to be all Christmas romances. All so Christmas ready, romances. Buckle up. Oh, come on. It's going to be a fun ride. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a nice palate cleanser after so many horror shows. Yes. So we, because I think originally we were going to do The Last Witch Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But um, because I haven't really, I don't think we've ever really come up with, I have a list of movies I want to do. A list of shows? Yeah, a list of shows yeah. I want to do. I okay. mean, do you want to do like Dark Shadows? Do you want to go older? Yeah, I don't mind pulling in older pilots. We I mean, haven't done, well, no, we just did Touch by an Angel. So yeah, we just did an older show. So we, I, I like to I like to put them in like every four. Every four. Mm-hmm. So you want to do so you want to do an older show next week or the week after? Ah, uh, but I also want to be able to like be interested in what I'm gonna watch. Right. We're gonna. Well, well, I don't know. It'll be a surprise, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, I know I want to watch uh, American Horror Story. I want right. to watch. Uh, yeah, because I hear things about those all the time. Yeah, and now, which one are we watching? Is there going to be a specific one? Of American Horror yeah. Story? Yeah, because each season Which branch? Isn't... What well, are we doing? Well, American Horror Story is an anthology. This is perfect for what we're talking about. Okay. Each season is a standalone thing. Oh, Oh, really? So that's why it's like American Horror Story 1984, American oh. Horror Story, the museum. So are we going to be watching the, the very first We're going to be watching the so very first So we can't just be like Coven. Yes. Yeah. Coven's one. Yeah. And that's, but that doesn't seem fair because then it's an established show at that point. But it's not because it's a pilot for the Do new. Do you want to watch American Horror Story Coven? No. I'm done with witches. Okay. Yeah. I can't find any more facts about witches. <laughs> <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we do American Horror Story then next week? Okay. But which one? The very first one. The very, the pilot very, episode. The, pi- the very, very first. The very, very first one. Why okay. do you not want to watch it? Why are you, why are you resisting? Well, because this? there's multiple parts to yeah, it. Yeah, I get that. And you know how I am when it comes to series. If there's multiple parts to a series, I like to jump to like book three first. Well, okay. Okay. We are going to do. And then I like going backwards. <laughs> we are going to do American <laughs> Horror Story next week. Okay. Erin is going to look at the names of each season, and she's going to pick one, probably not Coven, that is going to be <laughs> the one we do. How about that? Does that work? Yes, but what is the third one? Do you happen to know off the top of your Why head? Why would I know that information? Because that's, that's what I like show, doing. This whole that's po- what I like doing. This whole podcast <laughs> is about me not knowing about TV shows. <laughs> I have no idea. Okay, okay. Okay, so American Horror Story something. Something. Erin's picking it. Erin's pick. My pick, ladies' choice. <laughs> ladies' night, what a night! All right, uh, I guess that's it. I don't know. Yeah, we're we're good. Okay, so we will see you next week. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, go watch The Exorcist. You, it's worth it. Worth, totally worth it. it. So much fun. And I love you. And uh, don't get possessed. Yeah, don't get possessed. Yeah. yeah. Or go to a hospital if you think you are. <laughs> or if you, <laughs> or if you think you're possessed. Go to a hospital. Go to a hospital. Because it's probably a neurological disorder. Yeah, yeah. You might want to get that checked out. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Chocolate rain. 
Some stay dry and others feel the pain. Chocolate rain. A baby born will die before the same chocolate rain. The school books say.